Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Seriously, I appreciate it. If you're wondering what this podcast is all about, really, it's, it's about you. It's for you. It's about having conversations with ordinary people and yet hearing their extraordinary stories. It's a platform that hopefully challenges you to challenge yourself to change and improve. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. Well, welcome back, everyone. I think I say that every single week, and it's no, it's no, there's just no suspense at all when I say welcome back. But hello. Uh, thank you very much for joining another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. And today is one of those days where you've been hoping it, it happens because you get to know someone for a length and period of time, and you begin to admire their art and their passion, and then you eventually hope that maybe they'd go on and come on your podcast episode. So if you know me, you know that I love music. And you know that I don't just love any music. I, I love creativity. I love music with a message behind it, music with a passion behind it. And of course, if you're a listener of the Russ Rants podcast, you know that I'm all about purpose. I'm all about making your mark in the world. So when you get beats meshed in with purpose and passion, and that's all one conglomerate of a, a beautiful human being who I admire their music very, very much, it's a special day here. So I would just like to say a very, very welcome huge huge thank you to my man bryce gremlin plonked i'm gonna go with plant but i would just like everyone to welcome gremlin here today so gremlin thank you so much for being on the russ rants podcast today my man i'm so grateful to have you hey thanks for having me on man i'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity this is incredible and just so you guys all know now i'm gonna get some of this wrong bryce but you you can correct me okay <laughs> but now in, in the span of about, I, I thought seven years, but you can say six to five, whatever. Now, is it two full-length albums, or is it a bunch of your individual samples into two full? Because I was going through Bandcamp, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I'm lining up my next criteria of Gremlin purchases. <laughs> and is it two full-length albums? We've got one EP, a second one we're gonna about to get into, mm. and then we've got numerous singles. So what, am I getting that inventory right? Have I done you a disservice? Oh. Well, okay, it's it's complicated. So for the music that's not on my Bandcamp, um, all you're gonna find is singles, my album Isaac, which I put on 2018. So good, so and, good. Thank you. <laughs> and um, some new upcoming like singles and the EP that we'll talk about. But if you go on my Bandcamp, you'll see a larger discography of kind of tracks that I've done there. Um, unofficial EP releases, just tracks that I compiled and put out just to see if. You know, anyone would find my music. This was back in 2013, 2014, right? Yes. So yes. You, you're right. But okay. for the average listener who's not on Bandcamp, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. No, it's okay. And I'm, I'm okay to be wrong too. And I just want to say to everyone, my, my favorite song uh, thus far. Now, there's, there's several. But uh, when I first heard Drift, I was just like, oh. Yes, and I just sat back, and then you, you just can't help but sway the shoulders a little bit. And then, of course, just so you guys all know, Drift is featured on the game Music Racer, mm. uh, which is kind of how Bryce and I actually first started talking on Instagram, because um, I can't remember how it came about, but you announced it. I thought that was super dope, and then you're like, yeah, hey, and then we started talking about Twitch streaming and, and the podcast and stuff like that. So this is, this is marvelous, and this has been uh, hopefully – a good long time in the making here to get you on the show. So um, I, I wanted to kind of bring this in and we had a nice little chat before the podcast, but you, you've got a theme. We've got a theme that we're going to kind of play out here today. Um, but the first question I wanted to ask you before we get to your EP that's mm -hmm. releasing later this week, um, you kind of posted something on Instagram uh, a few days ago, which was how it started, right? And how it's going, mm -hmm. which is the latest trend. Yeah. So for people who don't know who Gremlin is, or mm. don't know who Bryce is. I just want you to quickly elaborate, lay the foundation for the listeners of, of who you are. Uh, I've obviously already plugged kind of admirably all, all your, your, some of your music with great mm -hmm. admiration, but who are you and where have you come from? And then let's get into the nitty gritty moving forward after that. Man, uh, man, where do I start? It's such a big question. And you always try to think of like, oh, well, I could answer it this way. I could answer it this mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. um, just try and tackle the best I can. I think I, I know <laughs> I am. I'm Bryce. I'm Bryce Plant. I was born here in Calgary. I love this city. Um, ever since I was a, a small child, I have loved to be creative. I have loved to be just playing with Lego, you know, Bionicle, of course, got to shout out the best. <laughs> um, you know, just anything I can get my hands on. 
there's instructions there. I can build it, make the set. But then, of course, always having like extra pieces left over to make something else and yes. having a collection that you build over time. That's that's where I come from. Um, so when it came to me getting older and trying to figure out what was something I like to do, um, I wasn't super into sports. I wasn't super into uh, I, I, I played baseball growing up. I, I was on mm. teams and stuff like that. And I had fun. I was I was very much just a fun-loving kid. So when it came to a competitive thing, at that point in my life, I hadn't really found a competitive spirit to myself. So <laughs> I just wanted to have fun and I wanted to be creative. So yes. music and discovering new music that I hadn't heard before ever, uh, specifically more like electronic kind of music, right. artists like Dead Mouse, Daft Punk, uh, it, a slew of other ones that came out of discovering those guys. Um, that kind of fueled this, this, this creative energy that I had. And I'm like, how do I make that? How does somebody make this? Because they're really? not on stage playing a guitar. They're not on stage no. playing the piano that I learned playing growing up. They're not, um, they're not singing necessarily all the time, but the song is good. It, go it went against everything I understood about music. Right. So discovering that and seeing their performance performances on like youtube and stuff because i was much too young to go to concerts of them um of course <laughs> of course of course yeah yeah um it just really disturbed something in me um and as i was getting older and as life kind of hit me in different ways uh mm. struggling since actually since a baby i've been struggling with heart issues that i've had mm. multiple surgeries for i wrote my album isaac about that um Whoa. And it, going through other phases of life, like my parents, their divorce when I was in high school, mm. uh, you know, losing friends and family, stuff like that. Music mm. just became something that was less of an interest and more of a vehicle that I could wow. that I could either feel something with, if, whether it was something I made myself or something I heard from an artist that I really liked. Um, music just became that. Not a, I hate to say void filler because it did that, but usually that has a negative connotation. For me, right. that very much had a positive connotation because it, it, it showed me that, you know, these amazing songs and these amazing artists that I looked up to, they could make these super emotional tracks or they could also make really dope tracks that you just want to have fun and you just want to, for lack of a better term, party with, right? Right, um, right. So... TLDR, <laughs> um, creative kid, grew up, learned how to produce from YouTube and a lot of self-teaching. I I was, I didn't mention this earlier, I was homeschooled growing up up until grade nine. So a lot of that, yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I actually knew that about you. I'm, I'm, I'm friends with your hey, brother. Man, homeschool baby. strong, baby. That's yeah, right. Baby. Absolutely. Yeah, baby. Um, we're not as awkward as people make it out to be. That's right. <laughs> We're more. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Just kidding. There it is. I love it. I there love it. it. Is. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, oh, that was such a whole oh, cool thing to do. You're like, oh, God, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, on that homeschooling, with that, I'm sure you can agree, Russ. Um, being a homeschooler, you, you have to have a certain level of self-motivation and, mm -hmm. and the ability to self-teach because you don't always have, regardless of how smart your parents are or regardless of how how connected you are to a, a uh a, what's the word i'm looking for an online teacher mm -hmm. um you're not going to have immediate answers to every question that you have in your book so you have yeah. to like kind of figure that out yourself so for me taking that and applying that into something that i really cared about which was my music and wanting to learn how to make music and wanting to learn how to dj um that self-motivation kind of just propelled me forward in just tackling things and not not worrying about what other people think because I had nobody around me, really. It was me and my sister at home for a while. <laughs> Homeschooling. Mm. So. Mm. How, how do you find, Bryce, that with, with the, the mixture of the, the music and then the events of your life coming together, did you ever find throughout your music that it, it had a different tone 
uh, you know, like maybe that's too cliche, but honestly, like, did you, do you look back on any of your older songs that I obviously haven't heard all of them because mm-hmm. they're not all in Bandcamp? No, I'm just kidding. Like, I, I love YouTube stuff too. <laughs> but it's true. That's true. Yeah. But like, have you, have you found that you could almost like, it's a timestamp where you can point at a song and be like, oh yeah, like that's, that's definitely showing where I was at here, but yeah. look where I came from in this. What What's that like? Is that true? I, I would 100% agree. There's, and it might be more true for me than for other people, or it really just depends on how, how, um, how much of an internal memory, I guess, you, you would keep of this sort of stuff. But I, I, I look back and I listen through projects that I made previously, and I, I listen through and I'm like, wow, I know I can, I, I get like, whether it be like a picture in my head of like a memory related to that of creating it. Or, you know, how I felt at that point and hearing that in the music as well. It's it's really interesting. It's like a time capsule, essentially, just going back, even even though we're talking like eight, nine, seven years ago, whatever. Right. But it's still a time capsule. Right. I, you grow, you change a lot over that kind of period of time. Right. So, hmm. um, yeah. To answer your question. Yes. A hundred percent. I think I, I can listen back chronologically at my music and boom 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 yeah yeah okay well then you know we we even talked a little bit earlier uh before the the podcast started we were chatting about uh some of the old bios that you had kicking around uh, about your your personality about how stuff had come about Mm. um and and one of the older bios had alluded to an outcast or outsider now you said it it potentially was a bit of an over dramatization of 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 that but how did did music isolate you or set you free or was it both did it did it kind of divide a wall between different relationships where people you were you were perpetually misunderstood mm. or were you more often embraced or is it a bit of a mixture mm. um just because you you've done this you, you've been creative and and then that i love the bionicle reference and you <laughs> you then turned that into an experimentation you you heard something you liked something you thought i i would like to not only enjoy and listen to that i would like to build that so when you then take that, did, did that kind of pursuit and passion, mm. did it help build more allies or did it divide more, more foes for you? Huh? I, I think, and, and the reason I'll, I'll, I'll start the answer to this question with <laughs> a little context. Um, the bio that uh, you're mentioning is, uh, it literally starts off. The very first line is Bryce gremlin plant uh i think it just says was an outcast or something like that yeah 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 and i'm like when i read that now and this is still up on my spotify because i haven't i haven't found something better because i'm like all right i'm, <laughs> I'm not throwing shade at your bio i just was like you yeah. you said it was outdated i was like okay <laughs> it's super outdated um i'm gonna change it as soon as i can come up with a better great that's line. great oh good you're welcome okay. <laughs> thank you yeah thanks for the pressure um, yeah, the over dramat—I uh, can't say this word—over dramatization. There we go. Um, of just using that term "outcast" in there is in itself really just borrowing from that feeling of—I'd honestly say teenage angst. I would honestly hmm. say that. Where I mean, I didn't feel like uh, I didn't feel like I was that weird guy at the back of class who you know, never, never got talked to or anything like that. I made, I right. made, yeah, I made efforts to make connections. And when, after I was homeschooled, I went to high school. So I didn't ever really find myself having issues, you know, socializing and getting out there. That's, that's what I now understand outcast to be. Um, okay. Okay. I, I got it. I, nobody chose directly to push me away. And I, if anything, I did more to push myself away from other people, if that makes sense. Um, at that point, it's just that teenage angst, you know, um, but when it comes down to it, uh, I would actually say there is a little bit, just a teensy little truth to that statement because in high school, um, nobody's sure themselves and I didn't get bullied, but I definitely faced a lot of criticism and a lot of mean things being said and, and done in regards to my music. So when I was putting things out, when I was adding my, you know, my classmates on Facebook or whatever, it, it got made fun of. And I mean, I, t- I took it in stride as much as I could have 
Of um, course. But, you know, it was something that I hadn't faced that kind of criticism. I hadn't faced that kind of mockery, really, um, up until that point. So I had a thick skin to it, but I just didn't know how to handle it, I think. So, but but you made that call though, Bryce. Like you said, I'm I'm branding as Gremlin, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna walk and talk. Not 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 like that. Not as a semi persona. We know that you're very authentic. Who you are is who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your branded name or not. But you chose. I'm. Uh, you took that step. Was that a huge moment in your life, or was it really casual? Like one of those you you kind of grow into. Like, do you feel any older on your birthday? <laughs> no, I. It's another. Like, was it that kind of process to becoming Gremlin, or was it a I'm just going to do it. I'm passionate about this. I want to put a brand on it. And this mm. is part of what I'm doing. We, we, can, we, don't, we won't have to camp here too long. I want to move into the EP sure. and stuff yeah. like that. But, but what was that a big thing? Was it sudden? Or was it just a, ah, let's try it out? I think, honestly, I had, of course, a bunch of, I wouldn't say full projects the way I would nowadays. But when I was at that age, before I kind of confirmed my name as Gremlin, um, I had a few different names that I went by and just kind of wore them off, but I still wanted to do the music and the name wasn't so you were really trying already. You were already cycling through some stuff oh, yes. to, to experiment with. 100%, 100%. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't talk about that before because it's all private and unlisted from the internet for good reason. And that's fine. We can talk about it. We're just not going to listen to it. <laughs> that's right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So you already yeah. tried flex your muscles yeah, before you became yeah. gremlin so that gremlin is actually not even the initial process and project yeah, that's right it, okay okay it was and more published Gre- okay. gremlin um actually came as a camp name um i i worked at green bay bible camp in west Kelowna, bc shout out um and that was a camp name i honestly none no word of a lie here i picked it out of a hat um and honestly at that point i wasn't as tall and as large as i am now i was you know a bit of a scrawnier little kid this is so good this is like 13 13 14 year old me um no way in the process of puberty beginning so i hadn't grown i'm six foot five now i'm a large person my Um, gosh come on but like then i'm just this small little kid um last of my like friend group to actually grow but when i started growing i didn't stop anyways this name gremlin just fits so well um and the only tweaking i did when i when i decided that was gonna be my music name was changing the i to a y to the y my name bryce i have a y instead of an i and whatever honestly it's the it's a running joke of the the musician who can't spell (laughs) but that's too perfect though i didn't know that's amazing okay okay (laughs) it works pretty well i'm happy i love it it. i I love it bryce i feel like i as i look forward even i'm like will i get a new name will i stick with the name and i've had that that internal dialogue for many years honestly of like uh all right what would i choose what would I do? And because Gremlin like is just such a random for the type of music I make, it it always has felt to me more like that name should belong to an artist who makes heavy bass music. I'm oh. like, it just would fit really well for that. Maybe it doesn't fit super well for you know this EP that I I cry listening to, right? Oh. Like, <laughs> Maybe the ironic power, though, of your name is what is going to continue to yeah. skyrocket you. Is people are like, have you listened to Gremlin? No, I don't listen to that kind of stuff. No, no, have you listened to Gremlin? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here, I have a tissue box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, heck, heck, let's let's segue into it. So, just so everyone knows, we we have to plug this because this is super super important. So, October twenty second, right? So it's this Thursday. So it's the day after this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, as you're listening to this, I want you to bring up now. Well, let's let's go with Instagram because that's where you've been. Also, I I noticed most of your announcements there. But go to at Gremlin Music, mm-hmm. and you're going to see a bunch of Bryce's posts about his watch party that's going to be happening. That's super dope, and we'll get into that in a moment. But your new EP, yes. Memories, is coming out this Thursday. Super powerful, and I want you to talk about it um, because I think it's going to segue into something really cool near the end here. But let's. 
I, I want you to talk about this piece. This this is a super exciting EP, and I want I want you to plug it, but I want you to tell us how you got it created. What what's the word memories mean? What's this all about? What's going on? Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm really happy to talk about it. I'm super excited to be for one releasing this project and being able to talk to people about it. Um, seeing even just where I was at when I put out the album to where I'm at now. You know, having more mm. more fans, not even just more fans that aren't just family and friends, you know, because that's, that makes a big difference when you have supporters yes. who you actually don't know in person, that's, that, that's a good signifier that like, you know, you're doing something right. You're right. Re- your whatever you've produced is, is drawing people to you and yeah. enjoying it. That, yeah. that is a higher reward. Love you, mom. Love you, dad. But like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like good job, man. Absolutely. Totally. Um, so the EP, um, the launch party you mentioned is Thursday evening. So I'll be okay. premiering that. I've got actually two special guests of my own. Yes. Um, Toby Kai, good friend of mine who's featured on one of the tracks we'll talk about. And awesome. Christian Caicedo um, of Envious Audio. He's actually an internet friend of mine who found my music through the album that I put out. And we got connected over Bandcamp. And since then, he's helped me out with excuse me he's helped me out with you know just being some being a guy to bounce ideas off of reference wise uh with for any musicians out there the the brutal mixing and then mastering process he's been a good help in that yes so um yeah he's he's been a great great supporter he's super talented himself as well but i'll be interviewing them doing some q a doing uh as as I have it planned out in my head right now, not put down to paper yet, we'll probably do two run-throughs of the EP. You, um, you got this. With sure. Some commentary. And then at midnight, that's when the EP drops on streaming platforms for people to listen. Oh. So it's gonna be it's gonna be something. We're not going all night. The the launch party's at 8 30 mountain time. <laughs> we're, but... we're friendly here, guys. <laughs> yeah. We got this. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Good so, job, Bryce. Okay. Right. <laughs> Without dwelling too much on the launch party itself, the EP memories, when you when you think of just memories as a term, it's so, it can mean anything. You could say memories and somebody could have a ne- negative connotation to that. Somebody could have, you know, it could bring up to mind their best and their most favorite moments of growing up or hmm. um, for somebody who's far along in life, uh, it could be, you know, their child or something like that. Uh, being born you have so many different definitions of what a memory can be and mm. i mean honestly when i was conceptualizing the idea of this um it didn't it didn't hit me in such a way that i was like all right four songs let's get it done i had gone actually from it being a full-length album down to a five track ep and now down to its final form which is a four track ep in there mm. somewhere I had actually orchestrated, oh, maybe I'll do a part one and a part two and a part two will come out like later. And maybe it will. I don't know. I don't have plan. I can't plan that far ahead. You got here. You got here. Yeah, yes. I got here. Okay. Um, it's it's on the back burner, the proverbial back burner, if you will, that yeah. maybe someday if if I have more you know, emotions attached to some memories to share, uh, then I'll make that. But this memories EP... I wanted to kind of give kind of like I said earlier, a time capsule of my own memories yeah, and the feelings attached to those, uh, some of the emotions that are brought out of that are very real. So um, without like spoiling anything, I don't have like spoilers necessarily, but throughout the EP, I had sampled bits and pieces from our family's home videos and Whoa, wow. a lot of yeah, a lot of precious moments in there um in no particular order uh for example the last song ends with a moment a moment after my birth uh but the beginning of it starts with my fourth birthday and it doesn't go back in time it's kind of just jumping around sure um, and honestly a a um sorry, excuse me, a piece that's set in motion at the very beginning in the intro track does kind of have a bit of a, a cinematic style, quote unquote, payoff, if you will. 
I, I've gotten a lot more into movies recently as well, so I'm using a lot of movie terms. But a boy. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a there's a clip that I sample in the first track that, like I said, is my fourth birthday, and in that you can hear my childhood pet angel, my dog, my beautiful, wonderful dog, and after after um my parents were beginning to split up my dog was still alive i was in high school and she was kind of like the last the last thing i had that was normal yeah. in my life at that time and yeah. obviously she's getting older she's not doing super well we knew it was coming for a while but it was honestly the best choice for us to put her down um mm. when, when it was just too good too much for her um mm -hmm. And there were times like that before where she held on. But in January 2016, uh, we put my dog Angel down. And that that very that very action and just that that door being closed behind me and me going having to choose another door to go from from there um, kind of started some things in motion. I had had losses before I had family members had passed away before. Um, mm. But for whatever reason, just because of what Angel represented to me in that in my life growing up to that point, um, it felt as if I had lost far more than just the family pet, you know. Mm. So that started the process of working on a track called Breathe, which is track number three on this EP. Um, and every single time after that, that I had felt that same emotion and that that immense loss of of a time of my life, something that was tangible from that time of my life before things went sour. Um, I would keep working on that song. And now we're 2020. I've released unofficially one version, officially one version, and then a buddy of mine, Greg Denis, Poet Reason from Legacy One, um, he released his album in 2018 or 2019, <clears throat> which features a collaboration between the two of us with him doing a spoken word over it. So this song over the last four years has been released now, including this, this time it's going to be released in this EP. It's been released four times, four different versions. This is the final, like, I'm done with it. We're done. <laughs> it's we're it's done. over. And honestly, what's pushed it over the edge is just, so many other losses not so many definitely more people have lost other people have lost more than me recently i'm not saying that i'm saying you know exactly almost a year ago i lost my grandma and you know uh, i had a friend who took his life a few years before that and just those same feelings of loss that i felt with when when uh, we originally put my dog down just circulated and caused this track to keep getting pushed and worked on so now you 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 chose to go here though, Bryce. Like mm -hmm. your 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 whole EP, I didn't know about the samples. That's that's amazing. Just even how creative that is and powerful that is from from home videos. Mm -hmm. But a a lot of people can't even come close to fathoming that because some things are too painful. Yeah. If anything, they would want it. They would want it flushed. They wouldn't want it published. Why have you chosen to not only you know, not only just pay attention and note those internally and be like, okay, pay attention here. There's something going on inside me. Mm -hmm. This caused a lot of pain, a lot of victory, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Instead you, you chose to build stuff with this. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Honestly, I've given a few different answers to questions similarly to this, because even in talking to my buddy, Christian, who I mentioned earlier, um, he, he's, I've quoted him on my Instagram. I even posted our conversation he, he, when he was helping me work on the EP, he's like, your EP makes me ball, man. Like I've never, I've never heard some electronic music that has had so much emotion in it. And yeah. I took that, I took that as, as a compliment because I achieved what of I course. was looking for. I don't want to make people cry, but I feel okay. like honestly, especially with everything that's going on nowadays and how frankly shitty life can be yeah um i feel like that is something that regardless of if my memories that i am relating to 
create some sort of catalyst that someone else can experience emotions that they've bottled up. I feel like that's a win. And that's not every project I'm going to make. Um, sure. I have a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. That's high energy. That's fun. And that's awesome music that I love to work on. And releasing this is going to be a nice departure for me because I can, I can, for lack of a better term and pardon the pun, breathe. Um, and you know, breathe clearly and open and, and focus on stuff that the projects that make me happy and some of the other stuff that make my supporters happy. You know, like you mentioned drift. I, I can talk about that in just a brief, I can summarize that in a brief sentence that started as a project and an experiment that I was like, all right, I'm going to make this genre. And then from posting clips online and everything, people are like, you have to release it. Release it, oh, release yeah. it, release Come it. Come on. And it's, yes. if you look on my my uh, my Spotify stats, which isn't everything, but if you look on my Spotify, most other streaming platforms, it's my number one song. Across everything else I've put out, all of the other extra energy I've put into the album, the singles. <laughs> all good. They're yeah. all good. Yeah. But it is true that when I turned on, I was listening. Well, there's a few other songs though that just get me going. But when when I turned on for the first time, I, I I was just starting my stream, and I put on your YouTube playlist. Thank you, by the mm -hmm. way, yep. marvelous. Of course, thank and you. And all of a sudden, it kicked into drift, and I was just like, oh. I was like, I don't even care. I turn on the stream. And I was like, we're just, I'm not going to say anything for a moment. <laughs> it was just such a good vibe. It was so positive, but it was like almost inspirational. But at the same time, you're like, I'm just, I'm just on a road trip almost. <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of going to sit here. So sorry to get into that, but no, that's good. I, I'm glad you're talking about drift. Cause I, I'm particularly, fond of that song, <laughs> but, you know? Yeah, man. Um, hmm. So back, back to the EP. I, I, I like to, Honestly, when it comes to my music, there is, out of all the things I've done, and I've not done everything out there, obviously, um, I think the projects that I'm telling a story or guiding a narrative, those are are kind of my favorite projects. My sure. album, I took it sure. from track one to ten, and it's not so in your face like, this is track one, this is the intro this is like it's not matter of fact about it it's it's nuanced in the way that it is but i like being able to guide a story along in my projects so memories is kind of like that introducing this this concept of you know your memories and it feeling very hazy i made a good yeah. point of when i sampled my uh my clips i wanted to make them sound like they're not you know clear they're not so crisp in your mind and they're faint you can put your yeah. finger on them yep. but they're there okay yep. and you, nice. you make you make a sense as well i thought of this the other day um there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in this ep because the two sides of the coin of when it comes to a memory is that one you can live in that moment in your head but two you'll never be able to actually go back to that moment Hmm. So, however, hmm. however that memory has solidified in your head is, you know, how it's going to stay. <laughs> if you have hmm. a memory that uh, was a negative one, then most likely if it, most likely it's going to stay there. I'm not dooming this on anybody. Obviously, I, I believe in a God who can actually work through that sort of stuff with you if you have painful memories. But um, I think going back and listening and, and, you know, experiencing your memories again, it creates a sort of, for lack of a better term, nostalgia. Sure. Of course. And it triggers those emotions, whether they're good or bad. Now is the timing of this EP, Bryce, is this on purpose? Were you meaning to near the back end of 2020 release memories was this just weird serendipitous timing? Like, for example, this, this is a hard year mm. for a lot of people, whether it's loved ones, health issues, or in certain industries where you rely on maybe public gatherings occasionally to uh, make a living and and your gigs mm. take a hit. You know, you, you've gone through some uh, a bit of industry hell there, mm -hmm. good sir, as have many. 
right? <laughs> not, inclu- not including the health scares and everyone's kind of freaking out. And you've got heart issues, you know, so there's, there's a lot of onus to protect you and protect others out there. Like this is a chaotic time. Mm-hmm. So when, w- was there ever a moment when you were producing this stuff and, and putting together being like, this is almost like weird timing or were you like, yeah, this is what I wanted in 2020. Like, was that on, was there any aim or was it just, Hey, it happens to be the year from hell ish. And I've got this powerful EP coming out. Honestly. Um, if I was being honest with you, I wanted to release this project last year. Wow. Uh, in 2019. Wow. Uh, wow. I, one of the songs on it shelter is a single that I already have out. And I put that out. Good song. Thank you. <laughs> I put that out end of end of summer 2019. And mm. that was meant, you know, loosely putting things in plan. Sorry, <laughs> I got my my words tied there. Um, loosely putting things in plan. I gotcha. Put the put the shelter single out. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I can release the EP and I can have the art in the same style, you know, do all the fancy musician sort of things you got to do to promote an album or a project. Right. Right, project right. for one the project wasn't ready and i frankly didn't have enough fuel in the tank to finish an emotionally heavy project like this then and sure had i released it then i actually wouldn't have had my friend toby kai on vocals for breathe because that hasn't wasn't recorded then i wouldn't have Whoa. i wouldn't have had uh as much time to polish and you know do do all the fine tuning sort of stuff i i don't feel like it would have been rushed necessarily but i definitely have had a lot more time with covid um you know like you said not having any work and being at home uh as a dj um, sure i definitely had more time to obsess over it <laughs> and, yeah yeah fair, fair and i actually got it signed to a label as well so I it's signed to EDM Collective. They're a label out of Vancouver, and you know they're gonna help me out with reaching new audiences with it. So congratulations, dude! I didn't know that. That's amazing. You know what? Amazing. I love it. I'm happy that it's happening. Thank you. I um the social media game for them is not super great. So so it's funny because I'll tag them in the things. I'll make all the promo videos myself put it out there and I see nothing from them, <laughs> but like they're doing all the background work. They're setting it. Their background the, distribution too. Is that, is yeah, that kind of their they're thing? They're doing the distribution. Mm. If you go, if, when it comes out, if you, or actually now, if you pre-order the album the day before it comes out, um, yeah. any, any sales on my band camp or my website, which is still in the works, um, those hundred percent support me, but any streams, anything like that, that just goes through the label. Um, plug 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 your plug Bandcamp again. What's what's the full address so and anywhere else it's where it's direct revenue? Gremlin.bandcamp.com. That's G-R-E-M-L-Y-N.bandcamp.com. Uh at Gremlin Music, all one word, G-R-E-M-L-Y-N music, all one word. Uh that's that at tag is Facebook, that's Instagram, that's Twitter. <clears throat> if you use Twitter, I don't really use Twitter very much, but follow me either way. Uh, and Twitch. That is my Twitch tag as well. So good. Um, once the website is fully up and running, you can take a look at it now if you'd like to, but gremlinmusic.com. Uh, got a little awesome. gallery there. So either way, purchases made on my website and Bandcamp, those support me directly. Um, of course, I am. I do offer a few merch items right now. But uh, in the future, I will hopefully once COVID bounces out and, you know, get a little extra fluid income coming through, uh, I can on. support some more some more merch in the store, which would be awesome. Um, so good. I got my eyes on that dad hat, man. Oh, yeah. I'm man. serious. I got one I'm left. Serious. <laughs> <gasps> okay. All right. <laughs> me. Shouldn't have told me that now. Oh. I'm going to be like, honey, I just don't be back. And- we'll talk later. Rick- <laughs> that's great no i love it um and and i mean i guess it's perfect timing. i wanted to say thank you again bryce for even just letting me have the podcast happen um the day before uh because i was thinking about it, i was like oh shoot like i have i i thought about it. i was like we could do the episode afterwards but there's something powerful about as it builds up to it you're on this kind of also preparation 
even social media too, where you're, you're prepping people, you're helping them understand yeah. the process and the journey so that when they listen to it, it's not just, oh, sick beat, bro. Like yeah. it, as much as that is a compliment-ish mm-hmm. at certain times, uh, there is a difference though to be like, whoa, like I, I see it. Yeah. Like that that's a whole different level as an artist. So I, I guess I kind of want to ask you here, with as, you, as you've continued to evolve, and as you've kind of taken bits of your time capsule, um, w- especially in 2020, and now you're releasing the EP, w- where do you hope to kind of build off of this from? Mm. That's probably a pretty vague, ambiguous question, but you're, you've taken a step, mm-hmm. right? It's nothing, this is not unintentional. No. You're, you're taking very deliberate steps to make sure that people are, are helping understand, hey, come along for my journey, but see the culmination of reflection, right? So what's what's going to happen after this? What do you hope that this is kind of another bookmark in your journey? And what, what do you kind of hope to move on from here onward? Mm. I um, I want my next projects to not I don't necessarily have a a uh, a goal or a message I want to convey um, like I have with my EP that's coming out and my album. I don't sure. necessarily have that in mind right right away to to do that with my next word stuff. I want to I want to do stuff that's fun, you know, with my music. I want to I want to get it out there. I I have seen a lot of success with my projects and it's not that I've never been happy with the amount of attention it gets. I get it. I get that a song like this, I get that an EP like this is not something that someone's going to listen to every day or mm. every week. Mm. And that doesn't that that doesn't bother me anymore. It did before because obviously, you know, ego is a hard thing to to overcome if that's something you're seeking. But what you can't really seek that with this kind of uh, project mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're you're balling your eyes out there. Some this is invulnerability. You're is projecting vulnerability. this. This isn't bravado. No. or a false image. This no. is you're opening up to people. Yeah. It's the opposite of pride, exactly. you know? Well, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I would say it can be the opposite of pride just as easily as it can be. Sure, pride. of course. So, of course, you're publishing it, of course. Yeah, so I'm trying to trying to walk that fine line. And in the future, sure. moving with my music, I want to, I want to continue to inspire people. Hmm. And I want to collaborate with more people. A lot of great, yeah. talented friends out there. Yeah. And I want to... Honestly, I I want to I want to bring joy. So that's that's hmm. that's an area that I haven't really explored in my music. That's an emotion that I haven't used. You know, I've hmm. I've had creativity, I've had kind of bliss, I've had stuff like that. I don't have a list of emotions necessarily of tracks that I've done, but I think I think but you feel joy isn't necessarily been highlighted in your past work. I think joy has been. I've gotten joy out of creating music and all that, but I don't yeah. think I've ever really highlighted it or, hmm. or given Focused it, on it, given it a focus, given it a spotlight um, to which the point where somebody who's listening, would. you know, hmm. a lot of people like a lot of people who do like my music, um, like the chill side. Of it. And I love that. But who's to say I can't do both. Right. Right. I, right. I for people who know my music or know me, my social media presence, whatever, hate to call it that, but that's what it is. Um, my moniker, uh, other than Gremlin, is the genre chameleon, and chameleon. that, that yes, just comes yes, out of yes. me just not wanting to stick to one genre. So you're not in a box. As much as I like to plan and I like to be organized, when it comes to music, I feel like that's one of the only places where I can be free and just do whatever I want. You know. Hmm. So. Um, I like to organize and manage my life outside of it. And then when I'm in the studio, it's messy. It's things are all over the place. (laughs) My studio in projects are organized, but the sound and the music and all that is just what I want it to be. It's the idea is there. It's raw. It's not manufactured. Um, It's just, it's just unhinged creativity. So 
Final thoughts then, Bryce, in to anyone even, for example, you, every journey is going to be different. I know that's hilarious how often we see that on posters and little kitties hanging from a bar saying, hang in there, baby. But I mean, <laughs> we, we all, no matter what, we, we, we can't follow the same script, mm-hmm. but it, yet, yet there's the same undertone of, of chasing what you feel you were made for, chasing what you feel you, brings you joy, mm-hmm. for example, right? Um, for anyone out there that's listening, uh, maybe they want to take a crack at music or producing, mm-hmm. or they've been on the fence about it, or maybe I'm too old, maybe mm-hmm. I'm too young, um, maybe I'm not creative. Um, you know, while well, it's not secure, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I want, I, it's not predictable. What, what kind of thoughts would you share with them from someone who's still obviously going through your journey, right? Mm-hmm. You're still young, yep. uh, you're, you're moving forward, but you've also been through a lot to, to anyone out there who might be listening saying, I've thought about it. I, I, I've maybe even gotten up cakewalk and I've opened up cakewalk and I've hit a few things on the keyboard. And I was like that, that, and then you put it away. Yeah. Um, what would you say to them? I would say the worst thing. And this, I don't think this is an original thought of mine. I think I may have heard this from somebody else. Can't put my finger on who, but hey, it's um, all good. I think the worst thing you can do is to not try. Hmm. The worst thing you can do is to, you know, let let that idea just go, let it go, gone with the wind, and you go back to your everyday reality. If you're looking for an escape, a lot of people will go to gaming. A lot of people will go to sports. A lot of people will watching sports or playing sports, but you, you don't have to fit in that mold. You know, if you like being competitive. Okay, cool. If you don't like being competitive, cool. <laughs> but with music, because it is inherently such a creative act, you are really only doing yourself a disservice by saying, no, I don't, it's not for me. I don't want to try it. Um, I have a musical background, but that doesn't put me in any better place than anybody else. That creativity and that willingness to try and just make something awful. Just make something bad. Make something bad. You you can only be afraid of your own, and and mm. the worst way to put it, failure. Because you're not failing at anything. You've done what ninety percent of other people won't do. Won't do. And so, and that's a win. Even if your first track is a four bar drum loop and a bass line that's out of key, you've made right. something. Right. You should Mm. be proud of it. Maybe you're not going to blast it in your car. Maybe you are. Maybe that's how proud of it you are. I don't know. That's awesome. I think (laughs) just trying things and not not being so hard on yourself either. If you make something you're Mm. not happy with and you embarrass yourself without even showing anybody else. I'm I'm still learning now to not overthink things and just do. Hmm. and that I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. I think that goes mm-hmm. with a lot of different art and a lot of different things. But I agree. If I had to summarize kind of my thoughts on this, I when I teach workshops and like I, I would often get booked for youth conferences before COVID hit. Um, yes. I would teach like a little hour, hour and a half introduction to music production. I'd have a, a little bit of gear out with me there. I'd have my laptop. Um, I'd be running kind of like a Streamlabs sort of like say uh, layout there on the screen that they could see projector behind me. And my focus was never, this is what you need to do music. No. My focus was, hey, especially nowadays, you are well ahead of where I was when I got started. And I'm not even, I'm still new to this. Even though I started in 2011 or 2010 right Right. now you have phone apps made by major music companies that give you that access to tools to to record your phone microphone is capable of far more than you give it credit for as long as you're not yelling into it (laughs) um yeah honestly i i tell people this as kind of just a reminder isaac uh my last my album that i put out the title track of that which I recorded my own vocals on. I recorded on my phone microphone. And 
all it took was a lot of time. But at the time, it was worth it. So, I think you're only really failing yourself by saying no. No, I'm not going to try. Only going to fail yourself yeah. by saying no. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to follow that up. This is a perfect, <laughs> that's a perfect end. Um, I just want to say, Bryce, honestly, this, like I said, it, it, this is good. Um, obviously, it's not going to be the, the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I tell some guests uh, where I feel like things could go forward in the future. We'd love to have you back even for an update in yeah, the future. Yeah. Like, hey, how, how is it going? You know, how it, how it even started Russ Rants? How is, how is it going now? But like this, this is huge. And so I, I just want to say thank you so much. Really appreciate it. even the authenticity. Um, I'm, I'm nervously excited, to be honest, for the release of the EP now because there's, there's weight behind it. Yeah. Right. And I, I hope I don't miss it. Um, so again, to everyone listening, um, thank you for joining the Russ Rants podcast. Make sure if you want to show support uh, before the official launch, if you want to show lo- uh, support afterwards, by all means, please do support Gremlin uh, after after the launch as well. Um, but if, if you are passionate or you're willing to to show a little bit more support up front too, uh, go to gremlin.bandcamp.com. Uh, look up his social media and, and see what he's been promoing. Uh, the man's very talented. And as you can tell, he's not he's not an abrasive personality. If you even just want to ask him questions about what he said today, uh, I, I mean, maybe I'm being too forward. Nope, I don't think so. Nope, I think this, right this on it. <laughs> right, Bryce is he's very uh, he's a wholesome person and he's very encouraging and he would love to hear from you. I, uh, by all means, reach out. Absolutely. So I just want to say thank you from both of us. Uh, Bryce, marvelous. Everyone listen to Gremlin. Appreciate it. Enjoy it. Um, <laughs> and have a great week. And if anyone's going to go to the watch party the next day, excited to see you there. Thank you all. and Have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rust Rants Podcast. Feel free to like and subscribe to support. I love hearing from you, so make sure you send me any feedback and show ideas at russrantsreel at gmail.com. You can find me at Twitter at russrants1 and Instagram at russrants. Thanks so much, and I hope to see you next time. Seriously, take care. Bye-bye.